Well, here we are. It's 9 o'clock. And look at this. Hey, have, uh, new day, Bob. Studio uh, full of folks. Good morning, Pat Curry. Hey, good morning, Bob. Uh, we started something new here. So hopefully the Hot it's Stove g- League is what we're going to call that's it. That's what it's going to be. All right, whatever you want to call it. But uh, Big Rapids is long overdue for a sports talk show. Uh, we uh, haven't determined who's going to be the host yet, but I'm starting this up. I think you're pretty much uh, it. <laughs> well, I got uh, the great Brian Miller here with me, the sheriff's uh, department's, uh, well, he's the sheriff. And then Jason Kosek, stick, stick. Say your last Kostecki. Kostecki. I'm sorry. And Brendan Walsh from the Coyote area. Uh, every week we're going to try to get a different group of coaches in here of all ages. It uh, doesn't matter if they're coaching uh, the minis or the majors, you know. And uh, we're going to try to go with this program until the end of the school year, which would be baseball season. I was going to say Pee-wee's so, the And, pros, and right? track. And uh, we have wrestling. You know, we could have a wrestling coach come in and talk about the <laughs> wrestling program. I know Sean Cassidy's doing a great job there. And, uh, of course, uh, the Coyotes up there are very proud of their first-year coach, uh, Brennan Walsh. He's uh, got a great record Second going year. up there. Second year, is it? There you go. Oh, my Lord. You know why I said first year? It's your first year your son gets to play with you. That's right. Yeah. So that's been a, a great experience. We'll talk about that a little bit. I do ramble on fast. Uh, we got Sheriff with me. He's got a lot of history, uh, a lot of athletics behind him. Jason also, you know. And the unique thing about all three of these guys are is uh, they all have jobs that they have to support their families with. But this is extra. This is the extra part of America that we see in these unique guys. And I mean that because I know I work uh, full-time at the gas station, and when I go home at night, I'm exhausted. These guys are probably exhausted too, but they get that second personality, that second character within themselves, pull it out of their you-know-what and go for it. Jason, you work for Corwell Health. I'll start with you real quick. Uh, You work all day long, but you're fortunate enough to have a job that you're – true passion of coaching with these kids what uh, led you into coaching i know you're from manistee catholic you played ball up there i'm sure but uh moving along because we only got like five ten minutes each here so yeah so uh when i was a senior in high school i broke my leg in football so i didn't play my senior year of basketball i got to see the other side of it the coaching side kind of the manager side and it just um really interesting my dad was a wrestling coach at manistee catholic he coached youth basketball so i just kind of got into it from there um, had the opportunity when I came here uh, to, to Big Rapids, uh, going to Ferris uh, with Crossroads, and kind of went from there. That's right. You know, I remember you coming in. You coached their basketball team, right? Yeah, twenty. Uh, I was there for 22 years before I went to Big Rapids. And I remember you had some good teams there, too. And I remember you coming in the station with your teams. Yep. Very well-respected kids heading to Mount Pleasant to play Sacred Heart. You went to the district finals, was it, with them? Yeah, we won three districts there, went to a regional final. I had some really good teams, good kids. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good experience there. Why, you jumped ship. You went yeah, to- so uh, my wife uh, was teaching at Crossroads at the time. Uh, okay. There was the limited uh, job outlook. She student taught there after Ferris. She got to Big Rapids two years ago now, so the, the JV job opened up when, when Brennan left to go to be the head guy at Reed City. Uh, and just it, it fit. My whole family's in Big Rapids now at the, the public school, so it just the opportunity presented itself at the right time. Yeah, you know, uh, I watched you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad to be your friend. Uh, I know you come in the station. You've always uh, admired children. So, I mean, something about you guys, and they're not children. They're young adults, but... Uh, how do you how do you uh, tend to uh, I don't say put up with because you guys got some pretty good kids playing with you guys but kids today are a lot different than they were back in two thousand two two thousand three when you're in it yeah you know 
you know, kids are kids. They, as coaches, I think we evolve with the times. You know, um, what worked ten years ago doesn't work now. You got to connect with them differently. The, the social media, the cell phones, all that stuff play a different different role yeah. um, and, and different influence. So you, I think you just go with the times. You know, and each kid's different. That's the other thing. It's there's no one mold to to coach every individual every kid it's everybody's individual and you got to tackle them a little bit different it's not all about wins and losses but i'm lying it is about wins and losses what's your record right now uh we are 12 and 5 you got a pretty good team yeah they play hard um they work hard they they show up every day and then do what we're asking them to do and and they go out there and play 32 minutes so when you get beat you get beat by much you've been playing some pretty good tough teams yeah you know we uh we lost uh Monday night to a really, really strong Whitehall by, by 25. That's the worst we've had all year long. We've had some close games. Uh, some games could have gone either way, but uh, um, most of them pretty competitive. Yeah, they're, they're pretty competitive over on the, on the West Coast there, aren't they, all the way up and down that lakefront? It's, their varsity team is probably one of the best teams I've seen in person, high school-wise, up and down the lineup play um, in a long time. And, of course, our varsity played them, right? Yep. How, how did we do then Did, didn't go very well at all. Oh. Um, when was that game? That was Monday. Okay. Yeah, and I think they just they didn't have any weaknesses. You couldn't exploit it. They played. They were just a good team. Yeah, yeah. So what was that score then? I don't or remember about, what the final. I don't remember what the final good. was. You don't no. remember those ones, do you, Brennan? Seventy-five to twenty-seven. Oh my <laughs> lord! It was not, was it? <laughs> Oh, Brennan over there. Yeah, he used to use the former Cardinal. Everybody knows his history. Uh, Brennan, you played 99? Uh, 98 was one. 98, yep. I remember I was telling these guys before the show here that I thought it started at 830, my mistake. Uh, but uh, we were talking a little earlier. Brennan, you were one of the best point guards that Big Rapids, I think, ever had. I watched a lot of them, and we've had some great point guards. But I uh, always liked watching you. You are intense. As you are, your coaching is that way, too, I know. But you guys had a really good team back in 98, didn't you? You had you under the board. Did you have Vanderplug under there, too? Yeah, Vanderplug. He was 6'4". Bloomquist. Ty- yeah, Bloomquist. Tyler Schuberg had good size. Yeah. We were we were big, we were athletic, and we played good basketball. It yeah, was fun. so now you took that on to coaching. Yeah, well, I took a, I got, I graduated, took a couple years off, ran into Bill Burmeister um, in the hallways at Ferris when he was a professor up there, and um, he invited me to come help him out at the freshman level, and um, and just kind of fell in love with it. How many years were you at Big Rapids then? I think it was about 20. 20 years? Yep. Wow. You're dedicated. And then you had the opportunity to go to the Reed City, yep. your main rival. Job, uh, job opened up, and it's about 10 minutes from the gym. And it was a good opportunity. Something I, you know, I wanted to kind of have a chance to lead a program, and uh, and I'm getting to do that, working with kids from third grade on up, and um, so grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, and they've embraced you too, haven't they? The town likes you, huh? That's pretty tough up in Reed City. I got a lot of cousins up there. Jesse Kylin, for one, uh, he was a, a legend in his own mind and our minds too, right? Legend. I love Jesse. Yep. Yeah, I do too. He, he, I thought he was a real good coach. Do you think your coaching style is a little bit like Jesse's or opposites, or what? What do you think? No, I mean, I I got to do a year with Jesse, um, so I did a couple did a couple years at Big Rapids, then I went up coached with Jesse. For a year and uh, and learned a lot about intensity at practice and making them competitive and you know and just having a fire for the game. So yeah. you know, I mean, I appreciate them. Yeah. So this is your second year. Uh, last year, what record did you have last year? We ended up fourteen and ten. 
Fourteen ten. So you had a winning record. Yep. This year you're at what? We're sixteen and two right now. Now what what contributes to that from last year to this year? Because you lost some key players last year, didn't you? Well, we started the season last year losing our best player, um, Stud Jackson, to an injury mm-hmm. uh, from football. Uh, we had uh, Spencer Hansen that we lost for the season with a shoulder injury. Max Hammond was out for most of the season with an ankle injury from football. So I mean, we had kids step in that really hadn't played a whole lot and uh, and did a really good job. We battled. I was very proud of what we did last year. Um, but this year coming into it, we knew we had some good uh, pieces of the puzzle. And with Spencer coming back and Max healthy, um, it's just a solid group all the way around. Did you, uh, I know you don't predict, but did you expect to do as well as you have so far this year? Yes. Oh, yep. you did. Your yep. expectations were high. Yeah, my expectations were pretty high. It's pretty hard to beat Big Rapids, and uh, that was a, a kind of a big surprise for everybody here in Big Rapids because we, we intended, because we have a great group of guys too, and uh, we went up there, and the next day uh, at the coffee, mayor's coffee table at Curry's, uh, I said to the boys, well, what do you think happened last night? Because I don't think it was in the paper the next day, was it? Yeah, I think it might have came out the, Monday. on Monday. Yeah, so nobody knew. So I asked them, I said, all right, what, what do you guys think what happened last night? And everybody picked Big Rapids to win. One guy picked the exact score that it was. I think it was 42-31 or something like that, wasn't it? Or 29 or 42-31. It was 30-49. Yeah. And uh, the one guy picked that, but he had Big Rapids winning the game. And so it was. It was kind of an upset, wasn't it? I mean, in, in not their, in your mind, maybe. Yeah, not not necessarily in my mind. And I mean, I definitely felt like we were the better team on that night, but they uh, the shots did not fall for them. So you know, we we benefited from that. You know, we but we make you work, and uh, when your legs are tired, you you know shots don't fall. So you know, I mean, I'll give us some credit for um, for their lack of shooting, but you know, we also benefited from uh, them just missing shots. So it, you know, it showed your professionalism. When you were uh, uh, interviewed, you didn't bash Big Rapids. You just talked about how ready you were. They did get tired. They had a bad night. We had a great night. Instead, you know, a lot of guys would come back and say some nasty things. Oh, well, we're, we just showed them. You didn't do that. And I appreciated you not boasting because that shows your professionalism. A lot of guys don't do that. Hey, Brian, what do you think? No, I think, uh, you know, I think you're looking at the other side of sports when you talk about disrespect. Uh, if you're truly in the sport for the right reason and uh, trying to uh, lead our youth in the future, I think uh, respect goes a long way. You can want to be competitive and want to, you know, beat somebody down. Well, you're but, very competitive. You're very competitive. Yeah, a little. And we were talking about earlier how I got you to ref at St. Mary's right, back right. in the 90s. Oh, 25 years ago. I was cheap ago. back then. We didn't have a lot of money. We were just poor Catholic people. And thank God people like you and a lot of the football players at Ferris ref for us, Kurt Dabowski, just on down the line. But anyway, Brian, do you think, uh, how do I put this now? Do you think there's two different people in one person? And what I mean by that is, you know, you you have your job as a Macaulay County Sheriff, so you're disciplined. You make sure your guys are disciplined. You, you earn your respect from the professionalism that you show. But then now as you turn and put the other hat on, take the county hat off, and put a coach's hat on, do you have a different person there? No, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty, uh, I think, respectful, mild person. But I, I run our office a lot like I've run the youth team, athletic teams that I've coached. I like 
my deputies have a little bit of an edge. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be respectful and be professional, but you can have an edge to you and, and uh, I'll chip on your shoulder and want to work. Mm-hmm. And those are the type of employees that I'm looking for are those type of people that, um, you know, I want you to have a little bit of an edge to you. Because if not, then you come complacent and become uh, just to the point where I think it's important that you have an edge. And I want my uh, athletic teams, whether it's you know, the youth baseball I coach, especially football, and even basketball, um, to have that edge. And that's I, I, I like the defensive side of basketball. You know, I think yeah. defense leads to offense on a lot of occasions. All right. Hey, Jason, how about you? Do you have two hats? Do you have one at work, and then when you go to Big Rapids High School to put that coach's hat on, do you have a... Yeah, you, you know, sure you I, I say so because... You know, with, with my profession, I, I have to be a little bit more uh, reserved with, with leading my staff. And then, you know, I think, and this is just my personal opinion, if you have a coach that's excited up there, you know, high energy, the kids are going to play with high energy. you got a guy that doesn't have a lot of energy, kind of the kids reflect that. So that's kind of how I, I coach, high energy. Um, some people might say it's cocky, disrespectful. I don't think it is. I just think it's high energy to get those kids to understand, hey, I believe in you. I know what we can do. Let's go out and do it. You have. Uh, you also coached my uh, granddaughter, Kay, right? Last year I did. Not this yeah. year, though. Okay. Well, I haven't been to so, too many games this year. But uh, last year I went to them, and I watched you. Yeah, you're, you, uh, you wear a different hat. You were very intense. And, and those kids was looking at you, watching you, you know. And, and uh, I think it did inspire them. They played hard, didn't they? At Mount Pleasant, that tournament I went to over there. You uh, had those kids, and they were young. How old? Yeah, they were second, third, and fourth graders. Yeah. So we were young. I was and, amazed. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, we, we do it right. We, we, we show them the, the correct things. And, you know, we go to these tournaments every weekend or these, these games every weekend. And our kids are just, they're better prepared. You know, they, they know how to dribble, pass, shoot. And they yeah. play with a little more intensity. And I, it just, it helps. We're, uh, our program, uh, I have uh, two granddaughters that play. And they don't get beat very often. And uh, Kay's team just recently was down to Central Mont Common, played a very tough Morley Stanwood team, very well coached too, by the way. But uh, they were much taller, and uh, we almost won it. We got beat by a couple points is all, but I'll tell you what, our girls were a foot smaller. But talk about hustling and, and under the boards and boxing out, and they're only in, what, fourth grade? Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, I hope I live to see them when they get in high school because they're going to be reckoned with. These girls are serious about this. The only thing is, uh, like Kay and her friends, they have soccer, softball, basketball, uh, track at the high school level, cross country at that level. I know there's a lot of them, but, uh, geez, uh, it's just unfortunate because a lot of the probably the best ones don't play basketball when they get in high school. Is that true or no? Yeah, yes and no, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, for Big Rapids and, and Crossroads, I think the better players have played basketball at, at some level. Um, so I, I don't know if that's true necessarily for us, maybe some other schools that maybe don't have as much success. But I think people want to be part of our program just because there has been so much success. Well, a lot, a lot of times what I'm trying to get at is, like, when you get in high school, everybody's their aspiration is my kid's going to go to college and get a D1 scholarship. That ain't going to happen most of the time. But their dreams, that's their goal. So they'll go one sport, like soccer right now. These girls just love soccer, don't Do you coach soccer? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I see you on the field coaching everything. But anyway, um, yeah, they, they get that's pretty intense sport. And these girls are serious about that at this young age. I'll move right along. But uh, 
I can see them uh, going one sports or not. You know, you know, I, I don't think so. Not with the groups of, of those those girls that we've coached for soccer. I think right now um, they play three sports. You know, they got soccer, basketball, softball. So they they, they do play three sports right now. Um, could that change as they get into high school? Absolutely. But with with the kids that I've seen, I they're pretty passionate. Do about they run the same time, softball and soccer? Yeah, so that would that would so, be the only way that we would split that. But then we have volleyball in the fall for those girls coming up here, so um, they'll have that uh, that avenue in the in the fall, and then soccer or softball in the spring. Yeah, Brendan, moving on to you now. Uh, the Coyotes had a tremendous year last year in football, and I know you waited patiently for your basketball players that are football players, two sport athletes. How did that affect you guys? as a basketball team coming off football right into basketball. Do you think that's a positive or a negative? Well, and again this year. They went to semifinals again. Um, it's both a positive and negative. It's a negative in the fact that the kids are playing longer against tougher competition and, and we're running the risk of more injuries. Uh, it's a positive that they have a winning culture mindset and, uh, and they bring that into the basketball. Yeah. So uh, do you have a lot of seniors this year? we got eight seniors. Yep. Eight, yep. yeah. So what's your underclass uh, looking like behind those guys? We got some athletes. We got kids that we got to develop. They, you know, if we're going to be competitive again next year, we're going to have to get in the gym and uh, and put in some work. Are they willing to do that, these kids? Yeah, um, I pretty much I do open gyms pretty much every Sunday evening all year round, and and this group has been showing up, um, and they've improved a lot. Um, they just um, there's just a lot of room for for improvement to continue. Like uh, you, you, like Reed City traditionally has the same names year in and year out. Is that still going on today as it was 20 years ago? Like the Hansons, um, just that's one name that sticks out in my mind. You, or is there some kids moving in the area? Well, I don't know about, just... about moving in. Um, you know, I mean, I had a Kyling last year, and I got mm-hmm. a Hanson this year. So, you know, there's some of that tradition that continues. Yeah. So uh, you're, you help the younger kids, too. You have a building program. Uh, yeah, yep. We got um, we got a third uh, and fourth grade team that uh, is combined that's playing in the league up in um, kind of north of us. Um, Cadillac coach um, Benzenberg, varsity basketball coach, runs that, and uh, and then we got a fifth and sixth grade team, um, and then I've got seventh and eighth graders coming in on the weekends, and, and I got some kids playing down in Grand Rapids. And so wow, yeah. you. Trying. You stay involved with all those kids? Yep, yep. You're, yeah, I figure right I probably got about a, about a hundred kids or so that uh, I'm in contact with their parents or you know the kids directly or you know have some kind of influence over them. What's your goal this year? Did you guys start out with one? Well, our first goal was win conference. Um, we've uh, we're nine and zero. We got a share of it as of right now. If we win next Friday against White Cloud, then we win it outright. So that was kind of goal number one. And then two was to get a top two seed in district so we can get that bye, um, that Monday bye, and, and play on that Wednesday. And as it stands right now, we're looking pretty good to be a number two seed. You played a pretty tough team last night, Claire? Yep, yep, played Claire at Claire. And, uh, yeah, they were 10-7 and seven coming into the season, but they, they're scrappy. They're good athletes. Oh, they always are. They're kind of similar to Reed City. That They're, they're football players. Um, playing basketball and uh, and they're quick and athletic. It, it was a good. It was a tough game. We won 45-42. Um, it was a battle. Yeah, they they normally go a little ways in the districts, don't they? They're well coached too, aren't they? Yeah, they're well coached. They got a, a first year coach who um, this year took over the program, uh, Byron Shunk. Um, but he he came from he had six years 
coaching at Mid Michigan Community College and, uh, right. and a bunch of years coaching high school. So he's been around for a long time and, and does a really good job. He's an old horse buddy of mine. That's uh, that's what I heard. Brennan and I talked about that, Brian. It's a small world. Uh, Shunks are very well known up in Clare, very supportive of everything up there. But anyway, they're entrepreneurs. But anyway, Byron's, uh, he has thoroughbreds and standardbreds. We've raced with him for many, many years. He was very involved with the Michigan Harness Horse Association years ago. He was the president. So my brother John and him connected over the years because John's very much involved. And Brennan, tell us a little story, pregame uh, talk with him that you guys were just sharing. Tell us that story. Well, one of my good friends, Jerry Bloomquist, was, he lives over in Clare, so, and his wife uh, works for um, Northern Logistics, Byron, and um, and that family, and uh, so we got talking about Jared, and we were talking about how good of a ball player he was back in his day, and um, I told him, maybe believe it or not, he, he used to be able to get up and dunk, um, and he said, yeah, I was talking to um, John Curry uh, last week down in Florida, and he was, uh, and he reassured me that Jared could play, and I said, yeah, that's, you're talking to my father-in-law. Yeah, so, small world, and, isn't it? And he had no idea, so that was no. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's a small world. Brian, uh, your boys are playing soccer, or no, hockey right now, yeah. big time. Uh, you're one uh, uh, Cooper. Cooper, yeah. What? How's he doing? How? What kind of years are you having? <clears throat> He's first year in goalie, but if you know his personality, it kind of fits him. He's a... Uh... It's, it's tough. It, it's his world we're living in. <laughs> I love that kid. He, yeah. He's a. He just. We're gonna have to have him back on here and talk about that someday. Yeah. Yeah. Have a tough time pulling from the mic. Cameron. Uh, Cameron. Cameron's a sophomore on the uh, hockey team, the high school hockey team. We're home tonight at six o'clock against TC West. So if you haven't a chance to come out and watch, it's. Uh, you know we uh, got we have a, good, a lot of potential. Uh, it's a good team. Um, just. Got to f- figure out which team's going to show up. If they all they all show up, it's, uh, they're a tough team to beat. Traverse City. Traverse City. Yeah. Yep, Traverse City West tonight. Did you play them once this year already? We played Traverse City Central uh, last week and beat them. Right. Okay. Yep, last Wednesday, I believe, we beat TC Central, and that was one of our actually better games this year. What was the score there then? Uh, I think it, I want, don't quote me, I want to say 3-2. So then they played West, obviously, right? Uh, I'm sure they have. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't really scouted they... too much with oh. with them. I'm, hockey's the like you know I've coached and played football, baseball, basketball, and then hockey's the one sport I've never coached. So it's fun because you can sit and watch and not critique your kids or critique what they're doing wrong because you don't have a clue. You can just enjoy it. Well, they love is, you then, don't they? <laughs> well, yeah, unless you're not giving effort, and then I have a huge problem. Right, okay, I wondered. I, I knew there had to be something there that would uh, inspire yeah, I, you. Do. Yeah, it's an effort. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, our coaches really are the ones that are grooming our young people to be leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at these two here across from me, and, you know, I had an opportunity to coach with Brennan for a few years, and uh, just think the world of them and you know we've actually came to be close friends um and then jason coaches cameron in baseball and uh i think the world of of him and got to be friends with him through just relationships and um cameron really looks up to jason and how important sport how, how, how important brian do you think and what what uh uh, does it do to a kid that's in sports? If you're going to, if you're a coachable kid, you're going to be an employable young person or adult when you get older. I, I I can tell you, working in the law enforcement field, I could point out 
people that didn't play uh, team sports when they were younger. It, it's very obvious to me. I can point those people out just by the way they work and uh, work with others. Mm-hmm. What, uh, like, I know uh, I've hired uh, a lot of uh, Ferris football players over the years. You got and, a good one right now. Yeah, I do. We want him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, Brett. Uh, and his dad worked for me back in the day, too, and played football at Ferris. But you, my people, my customers can tell that those kids play football, that they play athletics. They're just good people. You know, I mean, they know how to respect. They know how to smile. They know how to greet people. They're Communicate. Just, and they're a, a team word. player. They're a team player. It teaches them to play as a team. And don't you think so, uh, Jason? What, yeah, what do you I mean, think? Do you, what, what do you think? Our kids in America today would be, if the Americans came out, and I say Americans, I shouldn't have said that. The government came down and said, no more sports. Uh, you know, I, I think you learn so much through sports. You learn how to battle through adversity, injuries. You know, Brian said communication, how to be part of a team. And guess what? You always don't get along as being part of a team, but it's working through those nuances of, of communicating and saying, you know, Pat, you, you made me mad today because of X, Y, and Z. What, what can we do to fix that? And I... I don't even want to think what it would be if we didn't have athletics for those kids to learn and grow and compete and, and realize that success is earned. It's not just given. I think that's the most important thing. Well, you look back three years at COVID and the let them play movement. If you guys, you know, just looking back in the, 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 the recent past yeah. and uh, that let them play movement uh, during COVID and how I, I think, you know, I look back and those young kids during that time that were in that really important point of development in their life. Uh, I look at my 10 year old son, he was six, seven years old at that time. And I don't think athletically he is where his brother was at that point because of that year off from COVID. Um, They're different kids, mind you too. But I think that I think that uh, COVID was a negative when it came to the kids not being able to associate, hang out, whether it was athletics, the arts, or whatever. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, what do you think, Brennan, on that? Back in the day there, when kids couldn't play sports, no playing, everybody was shut down during the COVID year. Yeah, I think, I mean, it was tough on them mentally because, I mean, that's one way that they socialize with each other and, you know, and build confidence and, and, just, and just being overall active, you know. Um, so there is an importance to, to athletics. Do you think, we won't go too deep, is sports fair? And what I mean by that is, do you, do you think some kids just don't get that shot because of who they are? I don't know. I mean, I've, I feel like uh, life's not fair, for one. So, um, you know, and that's, as parents, we should want our kids to be put in situations where they've got to have some adversity and they got to battle through. And and uh, and it, you're not always going to get the minutes. You're not always going to get to start. And and and, the, and these kids aren't going to go play professional basketball. So if they can learn lessons that are going to make them a better person, then whether it's fair or not, what does it matter? Thank you. I just I, that, that's perfectly said. Perfect. Don't you agree, Jason? Yeah. You know, and and part of it is. Um, you know, showing up every single day, whether you get the minutes or not, being a good teammate, being a good co-worker as they, they get into the adult world. Brennan said it, they're not going to play professionally. What, 
10% maybe are going to play at the collegiate level. Maybe it's a higher percentage. I don't know with all the Division threes and things, but um, it's not fair. And it's if you show up every single day, continue to work hard, get better, earn your spot. And I think you said because of their name or whatever, you know, to me it doesn't matter. You work hard, you're going to get some minutes, you yeah. know. And sometimes even working hard, you might not get those minutes just because you're not one of the, 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 the better skilled players and putting in that situation to have our team be successful because ultimately – the team sport, not individual. Sometimes well, you got to understand your role going into things too, and that's where maybe coaches, as a season at the beginning of the season, says, "This is what your role is going to be." You know, you may exceed that based on circumstances, but this is what my expectations of you are. This is where you going to be. Is is that something that you can do and be part of this team? Because if they can't, maybe being on that team isn't the the right place. You know, not everybody can be that superstar, but right. can, needs to. It's it's like a puzzle. Right. You know, uh, we're going to wind down here pretty quick, but I do want you guys to come back because I have uh, a lot of questions for you guys, and I love this what's way, way it's going right now. But in just a couple of seconds, each one of you uh, talk about the role the parent has. Brennan? Um. I would like the role of the parent to be to support their kid, tell them good job, and to not question their teammates, their coach, and what their kid is doing every day. You know, I mean, I feel like if they would just show support, that we would be better off in the end. Jason? I'm not sure I can say it any better than, than what Brennan just said. I think the role of, you know, because I have kids in sports, the role of a parent to me is support your kid unconditionally, support the teammates. You know, and support the coach whether you, you whether you believe in what he's doing is, is correct or not because we see these kids every single day in practice. The parents don't. Um, support them, encourage them, you know, and it just makes everybody better. Right. Right along with these two, I mean, both of them said it perfectly. Um, I, and I will just add this caveat. Don't enable, don't enable them. Um, you know, uh, more you enable them, uh, and, you know, maybe play into some of the feelings they have about lack of playing time and, and maybe talking about the coach and, and their presence. Uh, I think the worse off everybody is, and I think more detrimental to the team you are. You know, back when uh, my kids played, there's a few parents that disrupt the game. But today I see more of that, and I almost think we ought to film these people and show them afterwards because they're good people. They're very nice people off the court. But I just, uh, I go to uh, my little Jack and Kay's and Maddie's games. And Jack's, I, I went to his, I, I won't say where it was at and who they were. But I was pr- quite embarrassed. These kids are fourth grade basketball players. And Tim Heist is their coach, with, along with uh, Jim Brown's uh, son. What's, what's his first name? God, he's a good kid. But anyway, good kid, he's an adult. But anyway, Jacob, I think. Yeah. Anyway, they do a great job with these kids. Tim Heist, I, I tell you what, he is, he's a good coach. I've coached with him past. I love awesome. him. Yep. I, I, saw, I sometimes have problems with him as a superintendent, but I love him as a coach. <laughs> no. But anyway, um, I watch him. He does a great job. But the parents in the stands, these are fourth graders hollering at their kids. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm quiet, and I'm looking at him like, are you for real? These are fourth graders. I can see maybe high school level a little bit. And that's still embarrassing if they watch themselves afterwards. But we won't talk a lot anymore, of that. Huh? Though is ma- ma- maturation as a parent too. Yeah. I will say I think people their first kid or something too. By the time they have their second and third kid, 
as much as I, I you, you mature. Okay. And if you don't, then that's on you. Yeah. But I think uh, sometimes people want to relive things through their kids, and after their kids have gotten matured and stuff, they look back and go, ugh, you know. What do you say as a parent to your two boys after a game? What do you say to them? Do you have any particulars out there, or you just Outside good game? Outside just or? working, you know, work hard. So you do uh, critique them? Yeah, I mean, I, I coach them in a lot of things, though, too. Okay. And it makes it a little bit different, but I don't. Actually, after the game, I've learned just to kind of keep my mouth shut. Okay. Do you think it's hard coaching your own kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, especially with uh, my younger one and his personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I love he you, too. He doesn't take direction very well. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Bob. It's from Dad. Brian and his youngest son could have a radio show. Oh, that would be interesting. These, yeah. It would be good. It would be good. Him. I'd love it. We could call it the coffee donut show. Yeah. Jason, you coach any of your kids? I do. I coach my daughter uh, in basketball and soccer. How, how is it? You know, it, it's tough, I, I think, especially because, you know, she she is a she's my daughter, so I'm a little bit harder on her, so she takes it different than if this, the, the other coach is hard on her. You know, me, she's starting to tear up and looking at me like I'm disappointed or anything like that. So I've learned that... Uh, Try not to get on it too much in the games. Talk about it after the games. Played hard, did this, but hey, the the pass you missed or whatever. We'll, we'll talk it through, and it, it's more of a casual conversation than you should have done this. I've I've evolved as as Brian has said as a, as a parent coach of of what the appropriate approach is with her and and how to how to do that. Do you uh, do you feel that you give her more time or less time? Uh, I don't think either. I think, you know, it, she's like anybody else. She okay. goes out there and earns it, practices hard, plays hard, does the right things, and uh, yeah. and that's that's how it is. And I've always been that way with my kids is I'm not in this to favor them or, or have them get a leg up. I just want to be there and help kids and, and, and really, you know, help, you know, kids grow and evolve and become good adults. So, yeah. Brennan, uh, I know your dad didn't coach you, but uh, you're coaching your son. What's that been like this year? I mean, I know you've been looking forward to this your whole life. As uh, I look back in my life, uh, oh, there's just been a tremendous group of people that have coached their own kids all the way through school. Bill Bill Shibley, for one thing, with Nick, and uh, they still bond today as they did back then. Uh, do you feel you're harder on your kid? And your relationship, I know he looks at you as you're his hero, but uh, is, is it hard on him this year or no? I mean, I'm definitely harder on him than most. Um, I I criticize him. I you know I, I push him, um, but I'm grateful that he's he takes it really well, um, and he doesn't uh, resent me for any of it. And at the end of the day, we give each other a hug, tell him I love him, and uh, and we get to spend a lot of time bonding in the gym together and on road trips and and all yeah. that. So it's been a great. A great experience. You know, uh, one thing uh, I've often told people this too, and I told it back when I was younger, and now I'm telling it to younger people when I'm older, is uh, you're buying memories. And uh, money can't buy these memories, but it's just a figure of speech. But uh, isn't that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've shared a lot of them together, spent a lot of time that I don't think most people get to spend with their kid. No, I know. I still, I said to Stacy Chapit when uh, uh, Avery went into high school from St. Mary's. I says, then blink your eye. She goes, what? And I said, don't blink your eye. She goes, why? I says, it'll be over. And when she graduated, Stacy said to me, she goes, you are so right. Those four years went by flying by. High school goes by so fast. Don't you agree? 
it goes by so fast, especially the last couple of years. It's like, I mean, you look at pictures where he had a baby face, and all of a sudden now he's a he, he's a man. He's yeah. 18 years old. And With man. like size 20 feet. <laughs> but don't you think, Brian, the reason it is, well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's so busy. Well, I look and you're uh, busy. We Jason and I had this about, conversation yeah. before we even came in the radio station uh-huh. about, uh, you know, everybody says you're going to miss it when it's gone. And mm-hmm. Jason and I, like I said, we had that conversation just a short time ago. Yeah. And I look and, you know, we talk about Cameron and hockey. I look at his team and he's, they got nine sophomores on that varsity hockey team. And I'm thinking, you know, this year's great. We're, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of focused on this year. I go, boy, next year we could be. And then I shut up and I'm like, I don't want to look towards this senior year because... I don't want it to come. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. What moment right now in your life stands out of memories? What's the no, any of you Uh-oh. can speak up? Brian can't think of it right now. How about no. you, Brandon? What's the most memorable moment in your life right now? What? I don't know. That's what, <laughs> well, is it the shot your kid made in overtime or uh, a free throw that won the game or, or isn't there any? Maybe you don't well, have one right now. Maybe you'll look back someday and see it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll look back and see it. But, I mean, you know, it was like last night we're walking off the court and, and my son comes over and, and gives me a hug. And, um, there and you just, go. And just, those, you know, just those. I mean, I'll, I'll, right. uh, I'll remember those. Yeah. How about you, Jason? Anything? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if there's You're a young parent, so I mean. Yeah, so I don't know if there's one specific. I think it's just watching your kids do something that they love to do and, and, and be in their environment, you mm-hmm. know. Last Saturday, we, we had a game, and the ball was rolling down the floor, and Hadley's running after it, couldn't catch up to it. Obviously, the ball's rolling fast, and she can run, and I just yelled at her. I said, get faster. She there looked at me and said, Dad, <laughs> yeah. you know, going, and she wasn't, you know, but those right. moments where you just can have that moment of joking with them and saying, right. you need to get faster, knowing right. she's not getting faster, you're going to catch that rolling ball, but um, and then their reaction. I think that's the biggest thing for me right now is just watching them go out there and be successful, and I'm not even talking successful in scoring 30 points or just competing and having fun with their friends and laughing and, and sharing those moments of joy, win or lose. I can, yeah. My most recent one with Cameron was baseball season last year with Jason and JV. Um, it was a cold, wet day at Central Mount Calm. Unbelievable game. And uh, so we're me and Heather and Cooper in the car, and that, right next to us we have Ben and Cheryl Brandt. On the other side of us we have Ryan and Aaron Bowman in the cars because nobody wanted to get out and watch. Yeah. We're up on the hill watching it. And Cameron's playing third. There's a hard, hard ball hit to him. He goes to his knee, backhands it, touches third for force out, throws it across the diamond to first for the double play, and then comes in and I think bases loaded, no no outs. Close out the game. And, it was an unbelievable you know, game. And just, you know, it was one of those games that, you know, afterwards you go home and just. Right. And Jason sent me a message that night, actually. You know, yeah. just that, that was a memorable one for yeah. me. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, there's All these memories are going to pop up in your mind as you get older, when you're 70 like me. But there's going to be that one special moment. And believe me, you aren't there yet, but you guys will be, Brennan. You will be there one day. You're going to say that. I have one. I don't have time to tell you. Some other day I will. But I have one. 
But anyway, it's great having you guys Thank here you. today. Yeah, appreciate uh, it. We've Thank kept you. Bob way too long. What's well, your fa- anybody got a favorite song? I love Toby Keith. Should have been a cowboy. Oh, and, and, and we, out of respect for him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you know, well, it's going to uh, take me a minute because I didn't have any music ready. Oh, playing. that's fine, Bob. But we can talk for two minutes while you get that ready. But <laughs> Toby Keith. Uh, yeah, I figured it was going to be the the second day of the Toby Keith uh, you know, tribute here. Yeah, <laughs> well, it should be. Uh, he was just a great all artist. All Toby, all the time. That's our new format. Right. Well, you know, uh, you know the the. It's bad uh, to hear a guy that had a heart attack last night that just passed away. Uh, he didn't get a chance to say goodbye, but uh, what Toby did was unreal. I mean, that's he's a legend, uh, like so many other uh, artists like him. But uh, what he did at the um, Grammys there, you know, I mean, when he the old man don't let the old man in, he sang that. Uh, December there just a month or so ago and uh, now he's gone but all his songs were about America yep. you know I mean good God how could you not love the man you know I don't normally post on these kind of artists failing fallings off but um, I did his this morning I listened to the old man don't let the old man in every morning it inspires me but what do you got Bobby I, mean, I have a very slow computer here so. that's all right nope but Brian Miller, Sheriff McCost County, I appreciate you coming in. You. Head coach for the Coyotes of Reed City, uh, Brennan Walsh and uh, Jason Kostecki. Uh, great guy, great contribution to Big Rapids. Boy, you've been here long, longer than I thought, but I do remember you really well from Crossroads. Yep, 2001, yeah, never left. Uh, yeah. And we, we love the community, you know, we, yeah. we love everything about it, the people. What, uh, what do you like, real quick, why did you stay here? What, what intrigued you here besides your job? You know, so originally it was, we, we had never intentionally planned on staying. When I said my wife Shannon got that job at Crossroads, we were kind of a couple years thinking going back towards the Buddington Manistee area, and then we just got involved in organizations, you know, the Elks, those kind of things, and, and, and met people and realized that uh, we, we like this community and, and, and don't want to leave. It's 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 big enough to where you can get lost, and it's, it's small enough to where you know people. So yeah. um, we just really like being here. That's, I couldn't have said it any better. How about you, Brennan? Yeah, well, it's uh, family and coaching is what kept me here. Yeah, Brian? Because you're coaching you're from, my job. You're a big city, Jackson. <laughs> Not a big city, but yeah, Jackson. <laughs> no, but you're pretty content with this town. I wouldn't raise my family anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, the reason we stuck around is uh, this is a place you want to raise your family. Yeah. Small, like you say, small enough to enjoy, but big enough to get lost. Yeah. 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 Good for you. Bobby? Not yet. Right. Well, what do you got the rest of the day, uh, Brennan? You going to work your guys tonight? Yeah, we uh, we got to get ready. We got Cadillac coming up next week, and uh, and they are tough. So um, that is going to be a good. Did Big Rapids play Cadillac? Yes, we lost to them a few weeks ago. Okay, they're always tough. They're, they're tough too. They, you know, them and Whitehall. I think that was a two point game a couple weeks between, ago or something. Between so that, them, yeah, they're they're one they're one of the best teams in the state. Yeah, you know, old so, Cadillac is. Yeah. And so, so that'll make you better. So yeah, that's what it's it's all about getting us ready for the yeah. tournament. Yeah. And uh and you know, and and whether we win or lose, I just want to see us compete. And, right. And uh and we'll we'll learn from that game and get Where are you playing? What's that? In Cadillac? Yeah, in Cadillac. Oh yeah. So you're gonna be in a hostile environment, it's let alone be. that. So that'd be good. Good experience for your boys. You're yeah. seasoned. Yeah. And then um what uh Cadillac you say is one of the best they're not in our district though. No, they got moved up to Division One. Thank God. And uh, and and they're going to be probably favored in their district as a team coming up from Division Two. So I mean, it just wow. kind of shows where they're at right now yeah. in their program. Any points uh, being you were at the game? Huh? Played just them? 
give them as much as you can. They're tough. I mean, they run. They're, they're you know, they're just solid. But uh, you never know. You play hard, hit some they shots, big? get some things rolling. And Cadillac big? Yeah, they're long. They're lanky. They're uh, they're quick. They're just. So when's your next game, Big Rap? Tonight. Uh, well, JV plays tonight, and then Big Rap or the Varsity will play Friday. We play Lakeview tonight. And it's senior night, isn't it, Friday? Senior night on Friday. And they play Lakeview Friday? Yeah. Lakeview's down right now, aren't they? Poor yeah, souls. Yeah. Good people down there. Great bars. Good place to eat. How about you, Brian? Tonight. Hockey tonight? Tonight, 6 o'clock uh, at the Ice Arena against Traverse City West. Do you guys gamble on those games with DraftKings at all? I'm not a gambler. Right? I'm not. How about you guys, too Brennan? Hard for my money. You've been caught gambling up there in Reed City. <laughs> You're going up to Brothers up there. They got a back, back room there that you guys get together and call DraftKings. Yeah, we've got Reed City by three. I don't know about uh, DraftKings, but we do like our poker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you do, don't Yeah, yeah. How about you, Jason? Any yeah, predictions? Yeah, no, uh, I can't afford the uh, sanctions and the, uh, the fines. For, right. For, for How about after Lakeview? What's your next tough game? Uh, we will play Nuevo at Nuevo next Thursday. So that'll be – no, I take that back. We play go to TC West on Monday. So that'll be another tough one. So yeah. Cadillac beat them. It'll be tough. Who do you got left, Bre- uh, Brennan? Um, we got White Cloud as our last uh, conference game. And then you got the conference tournament. Um, which we fought top four teams in the conference, so it's going to be good competition. Again, getting us ready for districts. Who's in your district? Uh, Ludington's the team to beat. Okay. They are tough. And then it's in and it's Big okay. Rapids, us, uh, Manistee, Mason County Central, and Hart. Oh wow! But Ludington's not in yours, then? Huh? Yeah, they know they are. They're in our oh, district. So yep, they're in our district, and they oh. and they are very tough. Got to get rid of those guys. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Yeah, uh, just a quick around the room. Who yep. do you think is going to win in the game that Michigan doesn't care about this Sunday? <laughs> I'm going 49ers. Oh, you're talking about Super Bowl? Yeah, 49ers. Oh, Michigan doesn't care about. Yeah, I do too. I think 49ers the way they manhandled at the end of Green Bay and Detroit. Unless something fishy going on, I, I don't know. I yeah. I think uh, San Francisco. You got to take a team like that was down by Detroit by that much to come back and win. That yeah. that says a lot about a team. That's kind of like your team, and Brennan. They don't yeah. quit, do they? They, they battle to the end. Yeah, so that's good. And your hockey, same thing. Your yeah. kids don't. No, no, up. no. They don't quit. No, no. your kids don't either, nope. right? Yeah. What do you say to him, real Jason? Well, are, are you ready? I'm ready now. Yeah. I got to go, Jason. What do you say to your team when you're down by a lot? Hey, just keep grinding. Just got to keep grinding. We got to get better. I mean, possession by possession to get back. There's no magical 10-point uh, W or NBA Jam TE square that's going to pop up. So we just keep grinding. And they keep playing hard. Brennan? Yeah, just one play at a time. Focus yeah. on where you're at right now. God bless you all. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be here. So let's say hallelujah. hallelujah. Bobby, thanks a lot. You got it. It's a hot stove league. That's a working title. I call it Curry's Huddle. <laughs> <laughs>